podcast. I'm your host this week, Raw, joined as always by the guy in the glasses. Wait, that's me. The other guy in the glasses. Paul, how are you, Paul? What have you been up to? What have you been doing? How have you been? I'm very well. Thanks for asking. Um, I sound a bit tired uh, at the moment because um, I went out for a Ruby Murray, which is a curry. It's a Nepalese restaurant, but obviously they're, they're intertwined. Bloody good food. Been there before. Didn't disappoint this time. Had a few of the. I wanted. I wanted. Every time I go into a restaurant, I always make it a priority to like try the, their local, like country's beer or something. And they had one there, and it just didn't have it. And this is the <laughs> second time they didn't have it. So I was just like, oh, fuck. It's called a Kimar or something like that. I think the beer's called mm. Kimar. I think that's what it's called. Um, and I was like, I was like, right, can I have? Two, two of those, like obviously one for me, one for the some, the person I was with, and they were just like, "Oh, we don't have it." I was like, "Fuck, ah, <laughs> oh, this place would be a ten out of ten, but I have to knock it down to a nine out of ten if I was because <laughs> you didn't have the beer. They had a Kingfisher and Cobra, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I've, I know Cobra. I've drink that shit." And I was like, oh, I have a Kingfisher. But I was like, it's not going off to a great start, is it? But um, <laughs> no, oh, the food is fantastic, man. And then had a few beers last night, watched uh, Obi-Wan with the people, with the family. And then I was like, oh, you know what I feel like watching now? I feel like watching Rogue One. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I've got an urge to, to watch it. And I was watching it and I was just like, I was like, oh, I forgot how, how good this film is. It's like a slow build up because I do think there's too many characters in there. Yeah, there's too many characters and they don't all really get enough time. Yeah. It's a good film, but... Yeah. It's a bit overstuffed. Yeah, so I was like, they could have done with a couple of characters being cut out of it. Um, but yeah, it was, um, I forgot how good it was, especially near the bit of the Seraph where they're just having a proper good old neat uh, um, dust up. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I've uh, been doing, watched that, watched Obi-Wan. Uh, I watched The Pistol, um, the Sex Pistols uh, new uh, TV series on Disney Plus. Um, really good. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, I, you know, like I quite like the Sex Pistols. I think that they're not overrated. I think they're not as good as the bands that were around at that time. They they were more image than anything. Well, Malcolm McLaren sort of shaped them into this this anti-establishment, and you sort of fed off them. Um, but yeah, it was really good, man. Um, the Clash are a better band, better musicians, but the Sex Pistols sort of embodied that sort of period. Yeah, it was good, man. I've uh, been watching that. So I watched that. I watched a bit more anime. Uh, been catching up on the last few episodes of My Dress Up Darling. Uh, pretty good. Spy, Spy Family, really good. Uh, and um, yeah, just been streaming, making videos for the YouTube channel. Um, I recently uploaded a video called uh, Red Red Ninja, which I've always <laughs> wanted to stream, uh, play, but um, I didn't have that. I remember when you bought that like four or five years ago, and you're ages, like, I'm going to do a video on this. Yeah, ages ago, and then um, we just never got around to it. And uh, I don't have my, I've got, I can't capture those old games, so I had to buy a, p- a bit of kit, like a convert video converter. And it looked like shit. I watched it back. I was like, my God, this is terrible. Because I've got a 4K TV. And it's supposed to... Com- it's, it's, it's converting the signal from, like, the old... Uh, what the old... On the Xboxes. Old Xbox. What was that? 
the old um what's the plugin called the bit at the back it's got the, the AV out. I think it I was think composite, wasn't it? Composite, and it's converting it into a HDMI, and it just looked like, oh, so I was just like, this looks really bad. I still recorded. I was like, I'm just gonna fucking do it, man. <laughs> I was like, right, this just looks shitty. Um, so I don't know if I'll be continuing doing. I want to try again. It's a bit fiddly to get get it working. Mm. So it wouldn't work, and it wouldn't. Like my girl, I didn't recognize it, so I had to like plug it in and fiddle around with it. Then it wouldn't recognize my controller. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck? So I got my Duke out, didn't recognize that. I was like, that's got to be something wrong with this. So I just it, so I just took it out of port one and put it in port two and it seemed to work. And I was like, all right, that's weird. So um yeah, just doing that. And um recently streamed Apex just literally like 10 minutes before we started this podcast. And um I won two 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 matches in a row, which I've never done before. So that's nice. a good way to end the stream. I was like, this is perfect. Perfect way to end the stream. stream. Two wins now. I'm leaving the stream. Yeah, bye. bye. <laughs> Just, um, it's only downhill from here, so I'm getting the hell out of here. I mean, I was like, right, this is a perfect way. Bye bye. An hour and a half stream, so what? Too long. But yeah, man. So let me relay the question to you, good sir. What have you been up to? What have you been doing with your life? You piece of shit. Wow, that was uncalled for. <laughs> Completely unnecessary. Sorry, I'm still feeling it from last night, man. There's still the booze in my system. Well, I started a new job two weeks ago. So I've just been kind of settling into that. Rogue One. Sorry. Um, yeah, I think that's from when we went to the cinema to see it. Yeah. And we got the good. popcorn as well, the metal bucket popcorn. Oh, you got that. I didn't get I that. I think I've still got that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I started a, started a new job two weeks ago, so I've just been kind of getting used to doing all that and commuting across London. So Welcome to really the world, man. Welcome to the world. It's lovely. Yeah, I haven't really had a lot of time because I'm out of the house from like 7.30 till 6.30 every day. Um, can, I, can I ask you something, right? Sorry, I'm going to piggyback on what you said about you going to work from you live in the Croydon area. And you're going to Kingston, and recently there's like the the Elizabeth line got uh, got uh, opened. It takes you from East London to West, and I was thinking to myself, why have they got that when South London is so hard to get to one part of South London to another? Because to, nobody cares about yeah, South London. To get to, we don't even have the the underground in most to, of South London. We live in South East London, right? To get to a further part of South East London, we have to go into the city and come back out again, which is dumb. And I was thinking, I was like, why haven't we got like something that connects like Kingston and goes sort of like a circular loop or even straight through to one side to another of from west southwest London to east southeast London? Why don't we have that? We're just so shit. But yeah. sorry about that. Yeah. yeah, because nobody cares about South London, unfortunately. So I have to go into I go into Clapham and then I have to come from Clapham. So I'm kind of going like that. Yeah, you're zigzagging. It's a bit um, of a pain. It's stupid and it yeah. takes ages and it costs yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, because of that, I don't. I haven't really had much time to do anything. And um, like the first weekend I had after I started work, I, I worked for one week, and then that weekend we were at um, MCM on the Saturday. Oh, yeah. And then I was at a bike show with my uh, my brother and my dad on the Sunday. So I had no free time that weekend either because I was out all day both days. That's what happens, then, man. Last week has been a short week, at least, because of the whole uh, Platinum Jubilee. So yeah. didn't have to go in Thursday and Friday, but then I um, 
I basically had Thursday just to sit around and do nothing, which was nice. And then Friday, I went out to lunch with my parents because my mum's birthday's coming up. And then Saturday, my brother and his wife and their little boy came around and we went out for a meal for my mum's birthday. And then now it's Sunday and we're doing this. So I haven't really had much free time to do much, to be honest. So I'm just kind of waiting for everything to settle in and kind of get used to the routine a bit more so I can actually start doing stuff. So I've just been, what have I been doing? I've been watching some Fruits Basket. I finished season one of that. Um, Isn't that meant to be depressing? Uh, the first season isn't. I've, from what I hear, it gets darker from the second season on. Mm. But season one's just, it's. there's some stuff in it that's like you can see it hinting at darker stuff. But it's generally like fairly slice of lifey, yeah. Because a little I've been, bit of supernatural stuff. I've been wanting to get into that, um, but because uh, I, I watch Clanad, and um, obviously Clanad After Story gets is Clanad is a bit okay, and then After Story is where the, the 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 real story is. It's so good, but sorry, man. Yeah, yeah. Like Fruits Basket has been on my watch list for years, and then like in. 2017 i think they, they did a whole like remake of it and um so i think the first the first the original anime adaptation was like the early 2000s and um had laura bailey voicing the main character oh, yeah, and they well, remade it in 2017 and she's voicing the main character again in that version as far as i know i've, I've been watching it subbed but i think she's the english dub for the main character again um, so I've just been watching that when I can sort of get an episode in and then been playing Yakuza 4 because I can play it via xCloud on my Steam Deck so I can just sort of lie in bed and play it for a bit before bed because it's the uh, Yakuza games actually play pretty damn well over xCloud. Um, so I've just been doing a bit of that and then today I had a bit of free time so I tried to install Ubisoft Connect on my Steam Deck so I could access because I have um, Assassin's Creed Origins and Odyssey on Ubisoft Connect, because this is going to be a whole thing. They're on sale on the Epic Store, so I bought them on there. Like You know how Ubisoft do their Gold Edition games, mm-hmm. um, where like after all the DLC is out, they do a Gold Edition that just comes with everything. Mm. They were on sale on the EGS store like, a couple of years back, I think, for like stupid money, like 17 quid or something. So I bought them on there, but you can't actually play them through EGX, EGS. You have to download the Ubisoft launcher and play them through that. Mm. So I installed that on my Steam Deck today to see if I could get it working and then installed uh, Odyssey because I'm still not finished that. I'm like halfway through it. And um, 100 gig later, I managed to get it up and running and it runs pretty well. Mm. It's 720p, 30fps on medium settings and it seems to stick to it pretty well. I don't seem to mind 30 FPS on a handheld for some reason. Yeah, I played that for like 15 minutes before before lunch today. So I might do a bit more of that later because I really want to finish that game. It's just I got to a certain point with it where there's a certain point where your your next story quest is like three, four, five levels above you. And it's just, oh, I just want to get on with the story. So if I can I, just play it handheld. I hate that. I hate that. I hate level capping. Like you can't progress the story because you're too under level. Yeah, shit like that. It's really I really annoying. don't like it. Mm. That's why I stopped playing it. I was I was genuinely loving the game. Like literally, I was playing it, thinking this is really fucking good. And then I got to that point and I just stopped playing. <laughs> so I figure if I can just play it handheld a bit, and just when I've got like 
10, 15 minutes to just do a few side quests and then I'll mm. get my levels up. Mm. So I can actually go back and finish it because it is a really good game. It's just the the level gating stuff is a bit much at a couple of points. But yeah, that's about all I've been doing really, just getting used to the work schedule and the commute and everything and then just trying to fit in a little bit of anime and video games where I can. And also if anyone's watching on video, I bought a new figurine at MCM last week. Yeah, can we um, talk about that? What did you think about MCM? I know we did a video, but I condensed the video down to like three minutes. I cut out a lot <laughs> of shit. There's more of the, we recorded a lot more material or material video. So uh, if I call it material, it's just yeah. us complaining about it for five I, minutes I, I was just like, I couldn't put that in. I was like, it's, people want to see the con. They don't want to see us like whinging about it and sitting and looking all melancholy. I was like, they want to see that. So that's why I, I sort of decided creatively to cut that all out and just have us um, an executive decision yeah because i was like i could it could have been longer it could have been like 10 minutes but most of it is just us sitting down and sort of like complaining about it there's seven <laughs> minutes of me just talking about how this not disappoint well so yeah disappointed with the event but um now we're on doing the podcast let's talk about it a bit more what, what did you uh what did you what was your f- overall um because you've been, you haven't been there for like three years obviously for covid and you didn't you didn't go to the one last year when in October because it was just straight after the the current the the lockdown was lifted. So what was yeah, your... I missed it two years in a row. The last one I went to was twenty nineteen, and then this one I was very excited about going. Yeah, because I always get excited. I hadn't when I been go. since twenty nineteen, and I always like MCM anyway, yeah. so I'm always excited when it's coming up. But there just wasn't a great deal going on, like. Um, I f- we went on a Saturday. And yeah, we went on Saturday. It God, was it was rammed, like fucking. It's rammed. not even like it's not even like it was empty of people. It was full of people, but there just wasn't much stuff. Like mm. a lot of the big companies were missing. Bandai Namco were there, but we didn't really go. And I think we walked past and we didn't really see anything. I think it was just like a small presence they had there with like maybe one or two games or something. Uh, I- Square Enix weren't there. Um, all the anime weren't there. Like just like, all the stuff that yeah that we hope to see there just wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, it's more. It's there was a lot more independent sellers. It kind of reminds me of London Gaming Con, London Anime and Gaming Con. It's um, not more sort. There was no like mainstream big the big the big sponsors and sellers there, um, which is fine. I like the LAGC for that particular reason. But when I went to MTM, I kind of wanted a bit more because they've got so much money yeah. in the in it. So rich. They can, you, you want to be sort of like bedazzled by what's there. And yeah, that's the first time I went there. I didn't actually buy anything. I don't know if I bought anything last time I went. I might have done, but this time I well, didn't. You, you, you wanted to spend money this time because yeah. you were like, oh, the last few times I haven't really bought much. Mm. I'm going to, I'm spending some money today. And I was like, I'm spending some money today as well because I haven't been in a couple of years. And then we both like at the end of the day were like, I don't want to buy anything. Yeah, I just, but I did, I did buy this. Uh, you, you, you need like to get rid of some euros, didn't you? So yeah, oh no, no you've broken it, have you? I've yeah. not Leafa's sword out of her hand. But I did buy this Sinon figure. Who's that? Simon? Oh, you love Sao. I mean, do, do I? Do I though? You've got like. Two figures there of the characters. Oh, 
actually, yeah, they're all from SAO. <laughs> Jesus. And no, the spin-off I, I, spin-off's supposed to be pretty good though, isn't it? Yeah, the um go go on, yeah. online or sort out alternative is really good. But um no, I I did used to really like Sword Art Online and then the Alicization series is awful. Mm. Despite that, I still bought a figure of the main character from that arc because I like her design. But yeah, that the last two seasons of Sword Art have been terrible. Um, and unfortunately, that Sinon figure is also from the Alicization arc. I wanted one of her from the GGO arc, but that seemed to be really hard to find. So mm. Anyway, yeah, I bought that because I had... There's one still there um, that accepts pounds and euros, and they're there every year. And um, I was just thinking, I had 60 euros much in my wallet for like three years. And uh, I was thinking, oh, there's no point like changing that back into pounds because like with the exchange rate and then commission and everything, you'd probably get like 30 quid back. So I just thought, I'll hang on to it and I'll wait until I'm at MCM and I can go to that stall and buy something. So I bought that there. So it was effectively free in a weird in sense. A weird in a weird way where it's actually not free but it kind of is in that i didn't really have to dip into my bank account yeah yeah but yeah yeah, i was there there just wasn't much i'm I'm glad that store was there because i finally got rid of my euros but there just wasn't really much going on and Mm. at its peak like maybe like 2018 2019 they had like the entirety of the xl both sides it was huge Mm. and this time it was like what one or two halls on either side I think there was two, one, one on each side, and they had a mass a cloakroom which was took up one hall, an entire hall, which they wouldn't let you sit in. Sit down there, like you can't chill here. You have to go into the concert. I was like, <laughs> so "Have you been in there? It's in, not chill." Yeah. Uh, there goes my camera again. <laughs> <laughs> Technical difficulties. Uh, Bear with us. Yes. <laughs> oh God damn. And we're back. We need to get new cameras, Paul. These cameras are very, very poor. Yeah, I'm feel, I feel, I feel like I'm a bit, but a tightwad or something. And I can understand you because you just got back into work. But me, I'm work full time. I'm just like that would do. And I see cameras <laughs> on offer. I'm like, yeah, do I want that? I should. I stream and we record the podcast and and we could do more videos with us actually with our reactions and stuff. And then uh, there's us just not me not wanting to buy a new camera. It's just weird. I just don't know why I don't just go on Amazon and buy one for like <laughs> a, a, a decent Logitech one. I mean, people, some people like the big YouTubers and streamers and use actual cameras like uh, DSLR ones for like, they're like, you're going to, you're looking to spend like 600 in the, on a decent one. You know, they go up to like two, two grand and they obviously use that for streaming and, and, and um, to record when they go out. And I was thinking, that's a good investment. I was like, do I really need one? <laughs> I mean, do I really need it? And I was like, if I had this as a full-time job, then obviously I would yeah. invest in it. If you were making money off of it, mm. yeah, spent, but, you'd invest some of that money back I, into I, it. I would invest. And I was like, it would look cool, better, because we just record on our cameras most of the time. It does look a bit... A 25-quid USB camera. And if you touch the USB cable, it just dies. Mm. I mean, <laughs> like we record our, most of our vlog stuff on our mobile phones i mean the camera's pretty good but it would like i think it would you look a bit more professional if we had the actual camera but i'm like oh, like a grand do i really need it though that's the thing man uh they, the videos do well for what we for what for what we need so i don't know maybe 
but yeah, like MCM, a bit disappointing for me as well. Um, we've been going there for years, man. It's pretty much like a, not our second home, but it's like we've been there so much. We're so familiar with the place, man. Like it's just like a, it's, it comes twice a year, so it's better than Christmas. And um, <laughs> yeah, but it's Christmas and Easter. I, I we've had we got friends who who not don't go there as much as we do, but they do like going there. But now they're like saying that they don't really want to go because like. Our friend Dan um, went there last year and he was really so disappointed that he doesn't want to go back. So I was like, oh, yeah, like you have one bad experience. He wasn't like, because it was just less there than it was this time, which is surprisingly. And um, he was just so put off with it. He's just like, I'm not going again, spending like 20 quid, 25 quid on a ticket. Yeah, that's the thing. You spend 25 quid to get in and and, if, and then it's disappointing. You just feel very let down. The, the, the organization was terrible as well. The queue, oh my yeah. good lord, the queue was just an absolute shambles. I don't shambles. know why they do this. Every single year they have a different queuing system. And they they've get, had one or two that work well. But they, they, refuse, work, they get it, they, get, the they have it down. They have it down. They've done it before. Like I've been, we've been to Conway, it's just like quick. We've gone in, they've organized it well. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's literally 10 minutes. Like, yeah. You get there and you're in in 10 minutes. This you're time in. it was over an hour. I was just like, what are they doing? Why did they, how can, I can understand if they're trying to like work it out, but they've done it many times. And they, this time they were just like, yeah, let's just um, funnel everyone into this one, like narrow um, uh, entrance. They've literally funneled us in there. We all had to like, we, we were getting funneled into the side. And I was just like, what, what's going on? And then we queued and we went, they did a little zigzag. And then, and then um, they gave up on that. They gave up on that. Halfway around the zigzag. So we were like, all right. So now our people who, who were in the back of the queue is just cutting through us. And then that created a funnel because we're all trying to get through. It's so shit. But anyway, man, we've spoken enough about that. And uh, <laughs> I think we've got to get on to the, the news bit because we've spent enough, nearly half an hour talking about this. <laughs> but um, what's been happening in the world of games and, uh, and all that shit? And all uh, that we won't go super deep, but there's one big thing that did happen. So we'll kind of make that our news gaming news section. That was... You did a video about it, in fact, a reaction video. Sony had a State, State of Play. Play broadcast a few days ago as recording this, and it was good. It was a good show. Yeah, really good. Um, last State of Play was absolute dog poo. Uh, <laughs> it was. and um, I mean, was, sometimes they're not good. Yeah, and I was, I was glad that I decided to uh, watch it and do a reaction video because it was it was that good. You know, you had the Resident Evil 4 remake, which personally, I don't think it needs a remake. But it looks good, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I think it works well. The remasters are, are, are good enough. It's, it doesn't really need to be remade, but they've done it. I kind of wish they did Code Veronica instead, but um, they they remaking the best, probably the best Resident Evil game. I have a feeling they are gonna kind of. It's gonna be not quite Final Fantasy VII remake level, but kind of like half remake, half reimagining. Because like at the end of the trailer, Leon's like talking about how if you could do it again, it could turn out different. And I'm like, are they hinting at like they're gonna like do some shenanigans with this? I kind of hope yeah. not. I really hope they don't lose the campiness as well. That's what made yeah, the game I mean, so funny. Are they gonna do a big robot chasing Leon this time? 
Or the what was the little guy called? The Ramon Salazar. Was it? Salazar, the, that squeaky voice. I was yeah. just like, I'm coming to get you. Yeah, you throw a Mr. knife. Mr. Kennedy. His, yeah, grabs his, grabs his, throw a knife through his hands. Like, ah! Oh, so yeah, hopefully they keep the campy elements, but I don't know yeah. if they're gonna like go full on like robot chase sequence. I still don't even know where the hell that came. No, out that just came out of nowhere. But I, from the looks of the trailer, it's gonna be more serious. It does so, look like yeah. going that route. Yeah. Um, which I'm I'm for that mostly, but it needs to have some kind of it needs to have a bit of the camp. Like if the Krauser QT knife fight isn't in there, which is just like straight up dumb eighties action movie mm. sequence. Like at least keep stuff like that in there that's just like straight out of eighties Hollywood. Yeah. But we'll see. It looks it looks good, but I mean all all RE engine games look good. So yeah. it's just phenomenally good looking, well performing games. Yeah. And it's out in March, so we don't have that long to wait, like nine months. Nine months. Um, Unless it gets delayed, which it will probably get delayed because everything's getting delayed. Yeah, man. <laughs> we'll see. Also, Street Fighter makes a return to Xbox. Um, obviously, it didn't advertise the fact that it was on Xbox. Uh, it's a PlayStation showcase. But all the most, I think, all the game, pretty much all the games were apart from Final Fantasy 16 is. Uh, and the VR stuff, yeah, a multi-platformed. Uh, yeah, Street Fighter Six is back. Uh, is back is uh, back on Xbox. You got um, what else is what, what else did they? What was the other big one? Yeah, what Final did you Fa- think of the Street Fighter trailer? I, I kind of like. I was like, well, is this Street Fighter? When I was watching it, it has like a story element to it. Like you move around in the town. World like, World Tour mode. Yeah, like, I've never seen that. So I was like, I kind of threw me off. I was like, this is Street Fighter. And it was so. What do you get to custom create a character or something? It looks like it. So that might be interesting. You get to choose move sets and stuff. So it could be good. Why not? See what they do with it. I know some people are confused and they're like, "Is this a 3D Final Fight game? What's going on?" Mm. Because obviously, like, it shows like someone's jacket with Mad Gear Gang written on it, which is Final Fight, and also is also canonically part of Street Fighter. Uh, Um, Like some of the characters in. The alpha games were from the Mad Gear gang, but yeah, it, I think it looks really good. Um, I'll definitely pick it up and give it a go. I barely played any of Street Fighter Five to be honest, because I picked it up on PC like really late, and I just couldn't really get into it years uh, after it had come out. But I'll be there for six. Check that out. Are you, gonna, are you going to get um, Spider Man on PC? Because it's, yeah. it's come out on PC, which some people weren't happy about. Man. <laughs> Sony fans going, what the hell, man? Yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. of Xbox fans were unhappy when they announced Quantum Break was coming to PC back in mm. what 2015 or whatever. It's just console warriors being console warriors, thinking it makes their plastic box less important yeah. or something. But a lot of people are saying, oh, well, it's you know, you get the games three three years later, which is true. But I, because I reckon though, but Sony are gonna, they're obviously going to put more and more game or their games onto PC. I reckon they could be in the future. A lot of their games will be released same day on PC and PlayStation. I think that's what they're working towards. But they, they have stuff that they need to kind of go back and revisit and bring to PC. Um, I imagine like the last of us remake. I don't think that'll take as long to come to PC as like Spider-Man has, but yeah, I'm excited about that. Cause I bought Spider-Man on PS4. And I was in Japan when it came out, so I kind of missed all the launch hype. And then when I got back, everyone had already finished it and kind of like this discourse had died down a bit. Really good game. And um, 
I just never got around to playing it for some reason. Then I gave my brother my PS4 when the Series X came out. Mm. So it's just it's sitting on the shelf there behind me. But I've got nothing to play it on. So I've been sitting around thinking, like, oh, it'd be really nice if it came to PC. Maybe it'll eventually come to PC. And now it is. Yeah, so that's coming in August. They've also said Miles Morales is coming at the end of the year. So both of them are coming over, which is great. Mm. Yeah, good times if you're a PC player. Uh, it's good to get in the best now. You're getting all these games coming out on PC. Uh, I'll be interested to see how it runs on the Steam Deck. That'll be quite fun. Mm. It should run pretty well, I hope. No, it's a PS4 game at its core, so it should be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about that. And uh, what else did they have? They had that. Stray. Stray, I was going to say, yeah. Um, obviously, me being a cat owner, I was just like, "Yeah, I've got to get this." It's, that's on PC, <laughs> so I was like, "I'm gonna." I don't know if it's it's a console exclusive, isn't it? Yeah, but it is also uh, on PS4, so you could play it on that if you didn't. Um, yeah, possibly, yeah. I mean, I haven't touched my PS4 in a while. It's just there in front of me, gathering dust. Um, I should. Actually, I do want to go. I do wish they put Persona on either Xbox or PC. There was the uh, state of play. Some good stuff shown there. Some some big, big heavy hitters. It was a good. It was a good show. Also, mm. some they showed some VR stuff, which mm. uh, don't doesn't really particularly interest me because I'm not planning on buying a PS5, so PSVR2 isn't really of interest to me. Mm. Um, I like VR in general, though. I had a PSVR1, and I have a Oculus Rift S, so I'm not disparaging the platform. I think VR is good. But that stuff just didn't appeal to me because I'm not going to buy a PSVR 2. And uh, yeah, a couple of indies, as we mentioned, Stray and also Tunic has come into PlayStation now, which has it's been on Xbox for three months, I think, something like that. Um, so a short exclusive at your window on that. I've only played about 20 minutes of that myself. So Yeah, it was on Game Pass as well, so not good. I don't think it's going to come out on the Sony equivalent. I'm going to have to pay top dollar for that. But, yeah. Um, oh, that's another point actually. Stray is Stray is going straight into that Sony's new um, subscription at the higher tiers, and also it's coming out next month, so that's coming quite soon. So. Yeah, I'll probably get it on PC. If it's coming out on Steam, I think so. I should get it on that. Let's play it on on PC. Yeah, it does look very good. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, is there any more any more news you want to go over? Uh, not gaming news, but look, we're going to just talk about real world news, not only stories and stuff on, on the news for a second. Yeah, um, here in in Old Blighty, this little island, it's been Her Royal Highness's Highness uh, Platinum Jubilee. So there's a lot of celebrations going on. I don't really buy into all that bollocks, but. Um, it has been like around where I live. There's people with their bunting uh, up in the high street as people celebrate. It's because it, we've had like two, they've had we've had two bank holidays in a row: um, spring bank holiday and new platinum bank holiday. So people been uh, getting getting their boozy on and uh, <laughs> having a good time. It's um, on TV. There's a lot of people there. A lot of tourists. I think mostly like Americans who like to go and get into all that stuff. But it is a bank holiday, and yeah, people have just been that. enjoying it. Uh, yeah, I don't really get it either. They like keep they had nice weather as well. Yeah, nice. Um, 
the um, the the um, the nonce wasn't there, so that's all good. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, we paid twelve million for twelve million to keep it quiet, which is great. Um, once the queen her uh, clogs it, uh, I can see like the royal family coming to an end. And to be honest, good. I'm not a big royalist. They, that thing was in the past, man. Like, let's let's move on. Let's 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 have a republic and have elected leaders. I mean, that's always going to be there in, in the past. I mean, if I was alive back in that day, I'll probably want to be a knight. It's all sort of good. I like that fantasy <laughs> stuff, running around on your horse and your sword get, and all that. Get your own dragon, and everything. Was, uh, right? Yeah, mate. It's all good, but um, yeah, it's just here. It's Sunday now when we're recording this, so it's all coming to an end and everyone will have to go back to work with massive hangovers tomorrow. <laughs> Trudging back into work tomorrow. Yeah, man. yeah, brilliant. But yeah, man, like, um, any, any stories you want to talk about or do you want to get straight into it? Not really. Um, mm. It's just, I, I haven't really noticed it where I live. Nobody's, like, been putting out bunting or having street parties or anything. Mm. a couple of people have like hung a flag out their window and that's about the extent of it yeah um, i'm happy for the extra bank holiday i don't mm. particularly like the, the monarchy myself either i know people like to say oh we can't get rid of the monarchy because they're bringing all the tourists but i think you're kidding yourself if you think they wouldn't still come just to look at the bu- the buildings they'd still come and go oh, there's buckingham palace people still go to france even though they beheaded their royal family and they still go and visit the, the palaces and the castles and all that so exactly. I mean, there's so more what to... you're saying is behead the royalty. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> like, there's more to Britain than the royal family, which I'm kind of want people to realise more yeah, than we've got pork pies. Bitter. You got you got you got Cornish pasties. You got um you got fish and chips. The Sunday roast, which is I I think is one of the best meals ever come to on a plate you can't beat a good roast even though i don't have like chicken or anything like that it still can't beat a good roast mate you know the gravy you got the yorkshire puddings you got the carrots <laughs> you got all that <laughs> the roast potatoes are nice i love all that shit but um the fi- do you like your gravy thick or watery can i it's be reasonably thick yeah i like my family like when it's all watery i hate it when it's all watery i think i'm the only one in my family who likes it thick so they always have to like pour their one in and then they create they they what was left they put more gravy granules in it to make it thicker so i don't like i don't like it. it's like a swim pool i'm like you gotta be fit you know not too thick where it's all congealed but mm. you know obviously you gotta, it's want gotta it. be able to stick to things not yeah. just soak things i'm like get out of here don't that? want soggy uh, roast potatoes who likes a soggy roast potato you want it nice nice and hot and thick and it's good man but i'm glad we're on the same page but yeah <laughs> <laughs> if we ever have to make gravy for either for each other, mm. I'll be on the same page. Yeah, I wouldn't have to worry about Ros going. Do you like your <clears throat> gravy? Worry? <laughs> I've no. I'd be like Ros likes it. To come to blows about it. Yeah, punches. A lot of pe- wars have been started because of that shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I guess we will move on to our main topic, which is what is our main topic. We're moving into video game silly season, as we like to call it. What used to be the E3 times, now E3 is no more, sadly. Um, but all the conferences are going to be coming at us thick and fast. I say all, I don't, I'm not really sure that what we're getting this year. 
Jeff Keighley's Some, doing his summer, game summer first gaming game. crap again, yeah. yeah. Which was very poor last year, which I'm not too enthused about. But the main one we're going to be talking about, which is coming up, it's one week from today, but it'll be like, by the time this goes up, it'll be a few days away. And that is the Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase on June the 12th at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. time. British summertime, I think. BST. Is that count? It is that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I never remember what time zone we're in, unless it's actually summer, and then I can say, yeah, summertime. That makes sense. Well, it's supposed to be GMT, Greenwich Mean Time, but um, never use that anymore. So uh, I, I don't know what we're talking about. This time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's our two time zones, either GMT or BST. Us. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. It just depends on what part of the year we're in. I'm not sure if we're. I think we are into BST now. But anyway, no, I think it's still. I think it's still spring. I don't think we're in summer yet. Yeah, but when do the clocks go back and forward? Oh, I don't. Oh, who cares about this? I saw it. Yeah. But anyway, oh. the, the Bethesda Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase is coming up. Uh, so we thought we'd have a quick chat about what we'd like to see, maybe what we think we might see, and uh, yeah, just have a chat about it, and then we'll. Well, good old chimwag. We are probably going to do a stream when yes. it's on. Yeah. We'll watch it live. Come and watch it with us. We probably will do like a um, reaction where we chat about whatever gets announced as well after the fact. <laughs> a reaction video, yeah. So or we'll yeah. talk about it afterwards. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. we're really milking this showcase. We're yeah, I mean, three like, videos out of it. We'll, we'll be streaming it on um, on Twitch. But the the video will be uploaded to YouTube, so don't have to worry about that. Um, but yeah, we're gonna milk the shit out of it but, um, <laughs> for content for the algorithm. You've got to get that algorithm alg- algorithm down. I still I can't figure out the algorithm. Just it's one of those things. I'm like, can can you tell us like so our videos can get more like shown them a bit more? It's a mystery, it's- like how electricity works. No one understands that either. No, no one's just it's just magic. It just happens. But, um, yeah, man. Yeah, so why don't we start off with what you think we might see? What do you reckon? Games. Do you reckon? Yeah, I reckon we'll see games. Or just feel 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 Spencer with his shirt off. <laughs> no, <laughs> or no, he won't. He won't. You have his, his shirt off. You have his nerdy shirt on. Which to reveal is another shirt underneath. Yeah, he he likes his he likes his geek shirts. I don't know. Um, but he likes to tease stuff with them these days. Like mm. came out wearing a double fine t shirt at E three twenty nineteen, and then halfway through the the uh, stream, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're buying double fine." Yeah. People are like, "Aha, aha!" I see you, Phil Spencer. Yeah, but I think um, there's been a rumor going around that they they're going to announce the Final Fantasy remake coming to Xbox. Um, it's a rumor. You know, they've taken the exclusivity off the PlayStation Store, saying exclusive to console, so that could be coming, which would be good. But to be honest, you didn't like it, so no big deal. <laughs> so uh, I thought he I was mean, good, I would like to but... play the Yuffie DLC, so I'll probably end up playing the bloody thing again and complaining about it all over again. But no, I was saying mixed is probably being too fair to it. I was genuine, gen- generally fairly negative but i do think they nailed the characters at the very least yeah but let's talk about like stuff we want to we want to see instead of complaining about place um <laughs> final fantasy remake i'll be i'll be happy if that gets announced because it's kind of bullshit that it's what two years and two months after it launched on playstation and there's still no 
mention of it coming to Xbox and it was supposed to be a one year exclusivity, mm. which Sony then extended six months with the integrated DLC and then Epic jumped in and got six months as well, which is up the middle of June. So I think it's, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen now. And I'll, I'd, I'd be happy to see it happen because I do think it sucks that yeah. it hasn't yet. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to like seeing actual gameplay of games. I'm like, no more trailers, no more teasers. Let's just, let's just see something. Um, because there's so many pies being baked at the moment. You want a so taste many, of some, yeah. so many plates spinning, you know, you want to see some. So I think they've been saving it for this time and they've been going on about, you know, this event. It's huge. A lot of people will be watching. That's always been like Xbox's thing is that they, the downfall or, um, a minor complaint is they show stuff, but you want to see some gameplay and a bit more. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I want to see like this avowed, avowed. I want to see some of that, man. Like it's been talked about. It looks good. It's a bit Skyrim-y. Um, maybe there'll be like from uh, people talk about a, a, fall, a new Fallout being announced, or maybe Fallout New Vegas being remake being announced, which would be interesting. Um, so yeah, I want to see something from like um, the Perfect Dark game because they released that like pre-rendered trailer and it looks pretty good. I want to know where they're taking it. Is it going to be solely like first-person shooter, or are they going to add some platforming? So there's talk about it like might be like a platformer like type bit of game, Mirror's Edge like. Mm. But I want to see. I just want to see something and. I don't know how long the showcase is. is. It for like an hour or something? Um, I think it's kind of penciled in for ninety minutes, but they haven't given full runtime. But they're usually somewhere around ninety to hundred minutes. Yeah, so, yeah, hour and a half, hour and forty minutes, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I like. I want to see a bit of Starfield. I don't think any there's been any gameplay for that, has it? So no, the only, all we've had is the an engine trailer from last year, which looks really good, and that's been and it's been delayed. Yep. Yeah. That was supposed to be out this November. Being pushed back to next year. Not great. Xbox not really like releasing any like first party games at this in 2002, which is a bit of a shame. So I've been hoping for something, man. Some dates, some gameplay. I want to see. I want to see um, Fable. I want to see that. I mean, there's so many RPGs that that Xbox are developing. I just want to see something from it and some of them have been in development for quite a while as well like fable um this might have been before it was fable so maybe it doesn't count but there were there were rumors of playground starting a second studio to make an open world rpg in 2017 and then 2018 is when the rumors it was fable started coming out so at the very least it's been in development for over four years probably five so Hopefully they've got something to show. Was it last year they formally announced it? Was it the year before? I can't even remember now. It was last year. I think, I think it was. Yeah, because it was kind of like an open secret for a good couple of years. Mm. And then they showed that CGI trailer, which at the very least it lets you know they're kind of keeping the tone. Uh, but yeah, I want to I wanna see but, but something old, of it. Good old British humour that they like to, that the game's famous for. I'm very interested to see how Playground go from open world racing games to open world RPGs because I know they're effectively two separate studios 
the playground to know why I'm doing this. But they're two they're two separate studios, and they've like <laughs> that was vaguely sexual, <laughs> and um, and they've they've been recruiting like people with expertise in RPGs. So I don't doubt they can't do it, but I'm interested to see how they sort of transition from one to the other. Um. Yeah, I think we might see Fable, maybe. I think there's a chance. Mm-hmm. Avowed, I think there's a very good chance we see Avowed because that's been in development since before they were acquired. And they were acquired, what, 2018, under 2018, I think. XO18 in Mexico, I think, is when they announced they'd been acquired. Do you, and... reckon, do you reckon they'll be making any announcements or any more? I know they're buying... A, um... They're buying Activision, but do you reckon there'll be any more studio acquisitions? I think they'll probably wait until that's done before mm. trying to bring in anyone else because when they bring in Activision, I say if, if, if and when, they'll have like over 30 internal studios. Um, a monopoly. And already, well, mm-hmm. they will be very large in terms of like development studios. And they might, they've already kind of made some signal that they're willing to make concessions to get it through. So I think they'll probably, they probably don't want to rock the boat and swallow up anyone else before that goes through. So Call I think, of Duty will still be multi platform, I think. Yeah, they've pretty yeah. much said as much, yeah. at least in some fashion, mm. maybe even if it's just Warzone, but I think I'll probably keep the series multi platform because you kind of, Call of Duty is so big that you kind of don't want to risk harming it, I guess. Like, if you suddenly take it away from half the audience, then I don't think that means every single person that would have bought it is going to go and buy an Xbox. Some of them will, some of them won't. Um, so you're going to end up just kind of harming it in some way. But, uh, yeah, I think I think they'll hold off on acquiring anyone for a while. And I think in the future, if they're going to acquire anyone, it would just be smaller studios. Like yeah. Like Asobo, who, who yeah. made um, Flight Sim Forum. I want, I want, um, if they do, let's, let's, let's bring in some Japanese talent, man. Mm. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's um, Xbox has been quite lax, even though like the Xbox is sold quite well in Japan, which is surprising. Um, series yeah, X, S. Doing reasonably well. Yeah. Um, I think I want them because they used to have like games on the 360 of that works were Japan, like RPGs, which, you know, Japanese studios made, but, last definitely last gen there was none this gen they're trying i think they're trying to address that and get more sort of japanese games on the xbox and hopefully if they do once this activision deal is done maybe buy a couple of uh, studios in japan and focus on that market because it's if they're making inroads however small they should capitalize that on that yeah i agree yeah. i guess it's are you going to try and buy established studios and then you're going to kind of say to them, all right, now you're going to, all your audience is currently on these other platforms, but you're going to have to abandon that. Or do you start up new studios around people that you've worked with before instead? Well, probably the latter would be a better idea, to be honest with you. I think it would be more interesting and in branch out to a newer, new audience instead of like taking established ones and sort of, Telling them, oh, you only have to make for Xbox now and lose out on like Switch and PlayStation players and all that. So having one like new studios, a couple that primarily focus on the Xbox and 
um, play, um, PC will be a good idea. Well, they have some people they've worked with in Japan that are fond of Xbox, like Yukio Futetsuki, who made Panzer Dragoon series at Sega, um, was, I think he was basically head of Xbox in Japan at one point. He was work, He was a Microsoft employee, made Phantom Dust to the original Xbox, um, made Crimson Dragon for the Xbox One, um, maybe set a new studio up around him or... I think he's got a small studio at the moment experiencing maybe maybe buy them and just staff them up to be a bigger thing because they're, they're making quite small games at the moment tomonobu itagaki who made the dead or alive series and the ninja gaiden reboots was a big xbox fan uh, that's the reason like the dead or alive games were exclusive to xbox for a while because he was a big xbox fan he's starting up a new studio maybe you can kind of throw him some money well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I think that will be. Phil Spencer flies over to Japan and starts throwing money. Throws money, yeah. Yeah, in space. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, Itagaki san. Yeah, with a big suitcase. Ah, ah throws it <laughs> and just leaves. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'll see any acquisition stuff at this uh, showcase. And maybe we will. Maybe they're just going to go, fuck it. We're going to be buying everything. <laughs> Surprise. Well, there's the other. Um, developer that's buying well publisher that's buying everyone isn't it embracer embracing everyone they're, buying they're a embracing lot, everybody they're buying a lot man they've been quietly purchasing the shit ton of studios and ips still kind so, of mad they bought crystal dynamics so i think they would have been a really good fit for xbox yeah and they're making perfect art for xbox as well mm. um but yeah fable avowed perfect dark i think there's a decent chance we see something from them yeah, they've all been in dev for like a few years, maybe a couple of years in Perfect Dark's um, case. Starfield. I mean, we're gonna see Starfield gameplay. There's, there's no other time they can show it because it's supposed to be out first half, twenty twenty three. So it should be out before next E three time frame. Um, Redfall as well. Mm-hmm. Redfall was supposed to be summer this year. That's got punch. Pun- punted into 2023 as well so i'm guessing the indiana jones game yeah we could see something from indiana jones i'm kind of hoping we see wolfenstein 3 announced because machine games they made wolfenstein youngblood with arcane leon and that came out three years ago i think 2019 i think and uh, when they announced indiana jones that was said to be very early in development and that was what early 2021 i think they announced that mm. so what they must have been doing something for like a year and a bit two years so i'm hoping they've got wolfenstein 3 ready to go because i really really like machine games wolfenstein reboot series and it'd be very nice if they could announce that and say it's out at the end of this year and then maybe we'd actually have a first party game coming this year because it's been done so far yeah, for acquiring so many studios, you would hope that they would have something out this where they were meant to, but yeah, a bit more <clears throat> the more output for this year because they're doing so well in terms of sales and Game Pass is doing really well. Um, it's a shame that they couldn't take advantage and have some first party games being released this keep year, the momentum up. keep the momentum going because, um. It's doing so well. It kind of feels like it has sort of the the momentum slowed down with the announcements, with the announcement that Starfield's not coming out this year. It's sort of like 
not derailed, but put a bit of break a break on the uh, on on the build up on the hype train. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, a bit, it's mm. a bit of a blow, especially when they hadn't. They, I mean, we're into June now. We're coming up on the halfway point of the year, and they've had no releases this year, which isn't mm. great. Mm. I mean, last year they put out a good number of games. Um, it's just some of them weren't exclusive. Things like Psychonauts, and uh, and then Deathloop was on PlayStation and not Xbox. Um, everywhere crazy, and then Go Ghostwire Tokyo this year as well. So if they hadn't been money hatted by Sony, then they would, would have at least had one first party game this year. Mm. But um, one thing, another thing, I do think it's going to be there is Josh Sawyer from Obsidian. He's been making a smaller game, um, which is apparently called Pentiment, which is meant to be a medieval non-combat RPG. Non-combat um, RPG. What the hell? Apparently, it's like a murder mystery kind of game, but set in like the fifteen hundreds or something. The oldie times. The oldie times with knights and kings, and dragons like and dwarves. I do like that. And uh, like apparently, it it's meant lot. to be. Apparently, he played Disco Elysium. And was like, "This is brilliant. I'm going to do this." <laughs> so he's. It's apparently Disco Elysium. It's a big influence. Inspired. And uh, he tweeted the other day. He retweeted the announcement of the uh, Xbox showcase with the old painting my fingernails emoji. Mm. So I think it's fairly, I think it's a pretty safe call that his game is going to be there. So oh, I hope so. You should get at least one thing from Obsidian, but I think Avowed will be there too. Mm. And they might have a final trailer for Grounded because Grounded full release is supposed to be this year at some point. So it's crazy to think that it's not actually fully released yet, is it? It's, <laughs> it's been a while, out for a, on like on um, it's been out for a while on its current state, and it's you think oh it's fully released, but it's not. It's still not. <laughs> well, I mean, we played it at XO nineteen like two and a half years ago. We did, indeed. and then we've played, and we've played a couple of, we've made a couple of videos on it as well. Mm. I've always enjoyed it when we've played it, but it's just, I'm not massively into survival games, but I'm interested to see what story stuff they put into it because it's Obsidian. There's going to be a, there's going to be some kind of story going on. Mm. So yeah, Obsidian might might be there pretty big. They might have. I feel like Pentiment is almost a lock. Avowed, I feel like there's a good chance we see Avowed and then Grounded final release trailer, I think we'll get as well. So I think that's Obsidian are going to be there in force, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about from Bethesda, though? Like, what are we expecting from them? Obviously, like Starfield. Anything else, like, that they got? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking maybe something like a Fallout or maybe even a new Elder Scrolls announcement. Something. Well, Elder Scrolls Six has been formally announced yeah. uh, in 2018, I think. I don't think they're going to talk any more about Elder Scrolls until Starfield is out. Mm. Um, Starfield will for sure be there. Like, it, I yeah. can't imagine it not being there. I kind of, I kind of want the like a Fallout remake of 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 uh, um, New Vegas because um, that game, like a lot of fans love that game. Excuse me. Even though it's so buggy and stuff, but that's kind of like a Bethesda game. Um, I played it and a an bit. Obsidian game. <laughs> yeah, an Obsidian game. But um, I played it and it was it's pretty good. Uh, I didn't finish it, but 
yeah, a lot of people want to see that. I reckon if they remake, if they said, "Oh, we're doing a remake of that or whatever," they, they would people would lose their mind. Literally, people would just it, jump it would out the window. A... <laughs> uh, It'd be a big deal. But my one, my question is, who would be developing it? Because someone, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> some, some, they'll get someone. <laughs> they got, they got Xbox money now. <laughs> they got. Play- yeah. I mean, they'd have to. They'd have to contract an outside studio to do it because obviously Bethesda Game Studios are working on Starfield and then like Bethesda Dallas, I think it is, is doing um, Fallout 76. They're still supporting that. Mm. So, yeah, I'm not sure who'd be making it. They have, they have, people have been speculating there's going to be some kind of Fallout presence at the show. Not a little. God, I hope it's not Fallout 76. It's a new <laughs> map for Fallout 76. Oh. Apparently, now don't take my word for this because I've never played it, but apparently it's actually meant to be pretty good now. Apparently Shut it's up. terrible, terrible. I don't believe you. Apparently, you lie. Well, apparently the people that play it really love it. So Yeah, I mean, they've had a I chance to work out. I don't have the time out. for it. Um, I mean, like... No Man's Sky has had a, 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 a renaissance, hasn't it? It's um, apparently it's supposed to be really good now, and I've seen trailers and expansions for it, and it looks really good. But, um, yeah, I haven't played it since it first released, and it was very bare bones at release. It's the kind of like um, Sea of Thieves um, when that got released, people were shitting on that, and now the player base is pretty big now, and it's they're up putting more content there's more events and stuff that's going on there there's currently an event going on now about should you should we save or or destroy golden sands outpost that's a thing that's happening um i've not really been into um playing cfs for a while so i'm a bit not clued up but that's what's going on there yeah again another game we actually have played a fair bit of we did a good number of videos for CFEs, yeah. but I don't think either of us have gone back in like over a year. No, I mean, I've drifted away from it. I kind of do want to just go back on it because the sailing on that is so good. And I yeah. just kind of want to Great. go on a little, a little adventure and um, try it out again. So maybe I'll, I'll play it again. I just got to install it because I uninstalled that to make space for other games, everything else, everything because it's just so games are so huge these days. It's just eats up your internal um, storage. Uh, you know, probably Starfield will probably be like, I don't know how big that's going to be, probably like 80 gig or something like that. I think it's ridiculously bit large. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Because like Skyrim was like, on the 360, was like four gig or something <laughs> crazy yeah. like that. Um, I don't think Fallout 4 is massive. I think it's like 30 gig or something. Uh, I think Starfield will be bigger, but I don't think it's going to be like 100 gig, maybe like 60, 70. But yeah, it's going to take up a fair chunk of hard drive space. Yeah, on the Bethesda side, obviously, we're going to see Starfield from Bethesda Game Studios for sure. We'll see. I'm pretty sure we'll see Redfall. We need to see Redfall gameplay because I need to see what that plays like. Someone said it's kind of similar to Borderlands, but with like a kind of gothic vampire. Yeah, saying. vampires in it. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how it plays. Apparently, you can solo it or play in co-op, and it's from Arcane. Arcane make good games, so I wanna, I wanna see that. Um, maybe Wolfenstein Three from Machine Games. I think it's a possibility. Um, 
You're resting Tango the... Gameworks might have another game because they've said they've got another game in development. Do you reckon it'll just be purely like Xbox and Bethesda games, or would there be any third-party announcements? I think there'll be some third-party stuff because they always have to have some in there to kind of showcase their partners and stuff. Mm. But uh, like Sony literally just had a showcase that was nothing but first their uh, third party. Mm. Well, except for like one VR game, I think. Yeah. Um, so that stuff is important, and you need to be able to sort of demonstrate to people that you have big third parties coming to the platform. Because um, they get associated with the platform. Like I remember when Final Fantasy 15 was announced at PlayStation's yeah, E3, everyone was like, that's it, it's exclusive. It was at, it was at Sony's E3. So no, it's just like a lot of casual people, they see it at one show and just assume it's exclusive to that well, platform. That's what they did for State of Play as well. They had they did have a few people saying, "Oh, Final, uh, Resident Evil 4's exclusive, and Street Fighter's exclusive," and that's why on Twitter people were like, "No, it's here. It's been released on other platforms." And they were like, "Oh no, that's not if right." They, <laughs> if they were exclusive, it would have said exclusive. Sony don't miss a chance to tell you a game is exclusive to PlayStation. Neither do Xbox, to be fair, but like... they did that thing before in e- one of the E3s where every game was coming out. They, their announcement was like exclusive. I was like, oh, that's a bit cringe, <laughs> that isn't it? <laughs> World premiere. Yeah, and it was just and um, I was just like, oh, goddamn Xbox! Like people like back that generation for Xbox was so bad everyone was just shitting on them around what they did or finding it saying everything was cringe or or, <laughs> or making a meme out of it it was just like Ooh. this time they're doing pretty well um there's still like this um I feel like a a, a pre a pre not pre bias not a bias sort of like a, a tendency to sort of hover more towards PlayStation because of what they did last generation and a lot of people going on about you know playstation i see a lot on 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 the internet people like uh, particular people just saying oh would you want to hang out with me or have a play or a playstation 5 i was just like what <laughs> <I was laughs> that's seen pretty that. cringe yeah uh, i was like huh? i don't want to like say what type of people have been doing that but I've, yeah, I've seen the meme template yeah and that's like uh, what <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, it's still, I don't know, like a lot of like content creators still sort of push the uh, PlayStation as a as a thing. Like, yeah, just like oh, there's videos of people reacting to when they someone buys them a PlayStation Five, and they're like crying, and <laughs> I'm just like, I I love like hardware. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. It's not like it's a birth of a bloody your child or something like that, <laughs> and you start crying and go, "Oh God!" And I know, yeah, I get it. It's hard to come by. Some of it's hard to get a place. Even an Xbox is hard to come by when they get get given and then just like make a video of it, and it's just really like I'm like, "Oh come on, man!" It's a piece of plastic. <laughs> get some perspective. Yeah, I mean, like, why are you breaking down and into tears? Um, I don't know if they do that to. If, ge- if that's genuine, or it's just just to sell the to sell the video, or to get likes and people's eyes on it. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll, I'll when I get like a new 
bit of hard, a bit of like hardware. I'm gonna do. A I'll video. send. I'll, I'll send you an old Game Boy, and you can. Yeah, I'll just like, oh my crying. god! Oh, <laughs> stop crying and shit, yeah, and just like finish the video. I'm like, okay, yeah. you gotta hand that back now. Yeah, But yeah, I mean, hopefully, like I think Xbox have a chance to kind of turn a bit of the mindshare conversation around with this um upcoming showcase because they have a lot of stuff in the works as you mentioned earlier they just need to kind of deliver on some of it now like we've we've seen lots of reveal trailers and cgi and in engine stuff now we need to see gameplay we need to we need dates for some of these games Mm. obviously some of them are going to be quite far off yeah i I think that's what most most people are thinking is just like you bought all these studios. You've had a lot of games in development for a while, so we know there's stuff there. People just want to see it now, and this is like I think this is. Hopefully, they've been waiting for this. Well, they should be waiting for this uh, showcase to basically show everything really and what they got. And a lot of people this building up quite a bit of hype. People are interested. I just hope they can deliver. I know that it's not going to satisfy everyone, even if they do a stellar performance. There's always going to be people saying you know disappointed or trying to shit on 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 it no matter what so um but you can't help those people that's just how it is like right. just gotta tune that out and just yeah. focus on having the best show you can and yeah. you know they, they've got a lot they could show the stuff we've all mentioned there's contraband as well which we haven't even mentioned oh yeah yeah which, uh, avalanche working on yeah uh ioi uh makers of hitman are supposedly working on a Fantasy RPG for Xbox. Holy Project shit. Dragon. Fantasy RPG. I love those. Yeah, they've got <laughs> a new studio in Barcelona, I think they're making that. Oh. So that might be a bit too early. Who knows? Um, there's a new studio called Brass Lion, which is one of the founders is uh, Manvira, who used to work at Bioware. And apparently they're making uh, an anime style Wu-Tang Clan RPG. So they can announce that. I mean, they could they could not announce any new games at this show, and still have a really good show just showing gameplay of the stuff they have announced. Because there are big games coming. Starfield is going to be big. Avowed is going to be you know Obsidian without needing to worry about a budget as such. Hellblade Two they could show more of. Fable they, sh- they showed some of from Hellblade Two. They showed a little bit last. That was game all, in, all in engine gameplay, wasn't it? Yeah, Looking good. Oh. It looks good, but I'd like to see more of it. It was a very kind of. I wonder what, how they're going to do, what angle they're going to take it. Because last time it was about her mental health. So what they're going to, how they're going to play it this time? Is it just going to be more of a, just a straight up action game? I don't know. I feel like they're going to have to lean into the mental health angle in some way because that was such a big part of the original game. Mm. So they're going to have to at least tie it in some way, but. I trust them to see where it's going to go. Hellblade one was really good. Mm, mm-hmm. And then they have Project Mara as well, which is like a psychological horror experience of some kind. Yeah, let's talk about a bit of that for, for a bit. Let's talk about that Project Mara. Um, I'm interested in that because I think that's a part... Like, people say that like, Xbox don't have that that Japanese-specific games. I feel like like they don't have that many horror games. Like, what's happened to horror games? Like yeah horror games kind of went the indie route for a while mm-hmm. um 
I think we talked about this before when I said I because I only played Resident Evil 7 for the first time last year, I think. Mm. And I put off playing it for years because it was like, oh, it looks like one of those indie first-person runaway-and-hide games, which I just got sick of. Like, you had, like, Penumbra and Amnesia and um, what was the other one? Outlast. All those kind of smaller-scale ones where you just had to run away from things, and I was like, oh... I didn't it looks like that. Covered. Yeah. Yeah. Even Alien Isolation did that as well, didn't they? Mm. You just sort of hid in a in a in, in a in a locker. Yeah, but I liked. I mean, I liked Amnesia, um, and I like. I really liked Soma, which mm. I think was the same people. Um, but it just seemed to me that horror games just became that. Like that was the only horror game you could get. It was an indie first person runaway and hide game. Yeah. Uh, it kind of feels like big budget horror has kind of gone away. Mm. And then you had Capcom coming back with the Resident Evil uh, remakes of 2 and 3. And, and then 7 and 8. And kind of... I mean, 7 got a bit silly towards the end. 8 I still haven't played yet. Um, yeah, Resident Evil Village is kind of like a mixture of like, silly and uh, and scary. But I suppose it's, it leads more into the to more action than... Because 7 was so good, man. Obviously, that was... sort. Of Sort of piggybacking on PT and stuff like games like that. Um, a lot of people were trying to get that vibe because obviously that game got cancelled. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was great. That and, thing, that demo, that was just a demo. Then it was terrifying. Yeah, I was thinking to myself, like, if they did make a full game, would they be able to keep that suspense up? Keep up the intensity. It worked so well because of the setting of being mm. just going doing a loop and things changing so slightly. And if it was brought out into like, because obviously it's Silent Hill format, but it worked so well. And playing as Norman Reedus, <laughs> Kojima's got a thing about, he's always got like a crux, doesn't he? Like about actors or something. Once he has a, a muse, he, <laughs> he, do you know what I mean? He's like, he had a thing, he's got a big thing from Norman Reedus. It, I don't know if he likes his look or he likes the actor himself. It's just, um, you might have watched The Walking Dead and go, I'm going to make a game. He's going to have that man in it. That game, because like, and obviously it went from Walking Dead to uh to Death Stranding, which is just well, Kojima is just I don't know if he does acid or something, man. Because he, <laughs> he's he's just he's got a, a, his a, ideas have got to come from somewhere. Is I mean he's got, and that's another thing is Kojima Studios production is going to do because there's been talk about them doing an Xbox exclusive game because obviously they're Death Stranding. A lot of people think that like, Kojima Productions is a Sony. Play, uh, Sony Studio, it's not. It's an independent, and he's always talked about he wants to remain independent. He yeah. wants. He said be... he wants to make games for everyone, basically. Right. So, but apparently, they are making Death Stranding two at the moment. Like Norman Reedus pretty much accidentally confirmed that recently. Yeah. Um, I think the story has been that they're working on two games, and one of them's kind of small and experimental. So I'm guessing that's the uh, one they're making for Xbox because Jeff Grubb has been quite adamant that they make he's making like a cloud game for xbox um because he was ma- he was making a cloud game with google for stadia mm-hmm. and then obviously stadia basically imploded mm-hmm. i say imploded it just kind of died out like a wet fart because google really didn't give a shit um and then neither did anyone else to be fair mm-hmm. but the suggestion is that he took that from stadia to microsoft um so 
yeah, maybe we'll see something of that. Which showcase it'd be interesting. They do need to get Japanese creators on board on the platform. And um, yeah, I mean, I, there was there was talk of even them reviving like uh, what was that game that Platinum was making for them last gen? Scalebound, Scalebound, or them. And even the creator himself is like, I'm open for it. He's right, like, Hideki Kamiya really wants to make that yeah. game. He's it like, was even, his dream game. He even um, tweeted that uh, Xbox. So there's a balls in your court. I'm open. I'm still, we can still do it, which will be good because it was such a shame that they cancelled that. It was. I was so excited for that. Everyone was pretty. I think like if they would have released that and, and it looked pretty good, it would have sold. Xbox would have done sold more units in terms of, of hardware because people would have bought it specifically to play a plat, to play a platinum platinum game. Um, and it's a shame. Once that died, I was like, oh, "This just gen for Xbox is dead." And they, 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 they just want this to end and get the um, focus, put all the foundations in for next for the next um, gen consoles, which they have done. Uh, but it's a shame. I mean, uh, like, I would be. I don't think they'll do it, but I would be. I would. I, I would be very happy if they go. Oh yeah, and we're bringing back a uh, scalebound. Like, oh damn. I think it'll have a better chance of surviving now because Xbox as a division isn't starving for budget mm-hmm. and they don't have to look at something and go, oh, maybe that's not going to work out. We need to cut that to save the money. Yeah, they're, they're, they're chucking money at everything now, aren't they? So, so I'd like to see them try it again, but my, I'm worried about Platinum these days because they, their last few releases have been like either very small games or just not done very well. Wasn't, didn't they do the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game? That was years ago. Yeah. Was it? Uh, they did a Turtles know. game. They did a uh, Transformers game. They did a Korra game. They did a few licensed games for Activision that didn't do very well. They were just pretty much just banged out to keep the lights on. Hmm. But their good stuff has always been really good, like Bayonetta and um, Vanquish. Mad World was good. Anarchy Reigns was good. Um Astral Chain for Nintendo was good, but the last few things they've done, like they they did a remaster of Wonderful One on One that that just died on its ass, and then the last thing they did was just like a side-scrolling shooter. So I'm a bit worried about them, uh, and I don't know if Phil might look at their recent output and go, "Do you know what? I'm not taking that risk." <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'd like to see him rebound. Yeah. Like Bayonetta Three has been in production for years at this point and they've shown barely anything of it so i don't know do you reckon that'll come out on this on this current switch or they'll wait for the new hardware who the hell knows what nintendo's doing like there was rumors of a switch pro for like the last two years and they still haven't announced anything so yeah that's entirely down to whatever nintendo decide their timeline is isn't the um xbox game pass app available on switch and then made some sort of i might just dream yeah. that yeah, oh, I think I'll drink that. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Uh, I thought there was something on there. I was like, I thought... people, were, people were saying it was going to happen, like rumor mongers and insiders were saying, Oh, yeah, Game Pass is coming to Switch. And it's like, No, it's not. And then it didn't. And they were like, Well, plans change. Like, that wasn't going to happen anyway. <laughs> plans change. <laughs> X Cloud, maybe X Cloud app on Switch makes some kind of sense. Game Pass is not going to come to Switch because then they have to develop all those games for Switch. Yeah, they're not just going to—they're not just going to magically run. So it was always a nonsense claim. Like an X Cloud app, I could maybe see that. Yeah. But uh, one thing I've just noticed that I want to mention that we might well see at the um, 
at the showcase. So you might remember maybe like a week or two ago, people started talking about GoldenEye out of nowhere. Because mm. apparently a rare employee unlocked an achievement in GoldenEye. And um, years back on the 360, Rare were working on a remaster of it. And it was almost finished, but they weren't allowed to release it because whatever agreements needed to be in place didn't get made. And the uh, rumor was that Nintendo had held it up at the 11th hour. Um, people have been talking about it for a while, about whether it ever see the light of day. Mm. A few weeks ago, I think someone unlocked an achievement in it and people were like, oh, it's going to be coming then, surely. I think this, this year is the 25th anniversary of it. And now someone has uncovered all of the achievements on Xbox Live. <laughs> So apparently you can go to the you can go to the um let me see if I can bring the web page up. Obviously you're not gonna see it on the thing because but I just want to have a quick look at the Yeah, you can actually go and search for it and find it. And all the achievements for GoldenEye 007 are on there. The so, remake is coming it's gonna be I on think, the Xbox. I think it's a fair, fairly safe assumption that that's gonna be announced at the at the showcase. It could, could be announced along with perfect dark gameplay. <laughs> yeah, could be. Right, you know, do you know what I mean? They're both, they're, you know, more similar games. So perfect dark was pretty much a a, a spiritual successor. successor. Yeah. So hopefully, it's a shame so, that yeah. they they didn't do anything with perfect dark last gen. Like they kind of like left it to die because it was a it was a launch game for the three sixty zero, and that didn't do particularly well. Well, mm. it what didn't do not like it didn't do particularly well. It just wasn't wasn't great. It wasn't good, like compared to the uh, original. I don't know what they did with Joanna Dark. They just changed her. They made her American. I still like, don't like, understand why they like, did that. What's going on? Like, you know, like she went from this posh British accent to being like this punky American with an American dad who had carried around a Magnum. I was just like, <laughs> so yeah, she. I'm not sure what happened there. You're telling me she adopted the accent when she joined. Um, Carrington Institute. Yeah, she suddenly became British. Yeah, like, and she just looked different. She had the, like she had red hair and that. Oh, I don't know what they did with that. But hopefully, yeah, that Rare had quite a lot of plans for Perfect Dark. Um, mm. They were working on another one called Perfect Dark Core, which sounded quite interesting. Um, bits and pieces of that have leaked out. I think Robin Beanland, who used to work at Rare, one of the composers, leaked a load of stuff about it a few years back. Mm. And uh, I think they had some cool ideas for it, but just kind of never went anywhere. Maybe because Perfect Dark Zero was kind of a critical flop. But I'm interested to see where the initiative and Crystal Dynamics can take it. I like Crystal Dynamics as a studio. I know a lot of people shit on the, the new Tomb Raider games, but I like them. I think they're good games. But yeah, maybe a one-two punch of GoldenEye and Perfect Dark. That'd mm. be interesting. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to announce like... Uh... The uh, Gears Six. Whether that's going to be announced? Are they working on it? What was Gears Five 2019, wasn't it? Yeah, end of 2019. So, yeah. if they stuck to their usual release cadence, the new one would be out end of this year. But I think they said it's going to be a bit of a longer period because mm. they wanted to work at um, getting used to getting up to speed on Unreal Engine Five. And the uh, rumor is they're working on a new IP, like a small thing. 
to kind of get up to speed with UE5. Mm. So maybe we'll see that. I don't know what I don't know what a small thing means. Do they mean like something like Hive Busters where it's like three, four hours long, or do they mean a single player game with no MP? Not sure what well the rumors say a small a smaller project, but I don't know really what the context is for that. So I guess we'll see. They might not announce anything at all. They might announce that. They might just go nuts and announce that and Gear Six. Who knows? Maybe. But I'm very I'm, I'm very interested to see what Gear Six looks like on UE five because mm. that team are just incredibly talented. Fantastic technical team. They're probably going to announce some Halo stuff as well. I'd be surprised if they don't like maybe a new like co-op or something for the story campaign. Yeah, co-op and forge trailer maybe. Yeah, or some DLC. Because they're supposed to be, I think co-op and forge are supposed to be coming in season three. Mm. So we might get a season three trailer where they show off new MP maps and modes, and then also co-op and forge maybe. But apparently, certain affinity are making a. Um, battle royale mode for the game as well so maybe they'll show that as well yeah. the game needs content so they need to show some stuff yeah I, I would be happy if they introduced like uh, some DLC carry on playing the campaign so I really liked the campaign it was good campaign was great yeah really good uh, just um... I'm interested to see what they do with it though it's because it's supposed to be a 10 year platform or whatever are they going to do like a mini campaign every year or two, or are they going to do like a large campaign every three or four? Mm. I'm interested to see what they do with single player content. So yeah, be good if they announce something. This yeah, year. maybe like we'll have some characters to turn up, you know, like Lasky, um, Captain, is it Lasky? Lasky. Yeah, Lasky. Yeah, Lasky turn up because he's they never is he dead. You find audio logs. But... Well, yeah, it's all we know is what we hear in the audio logs scattered around. So we don't know if anyone's dead or alive at this. I point. mean, like we come across other, we come across other spines, but they've been killed or dead. So is he the is John the last one? Is that the thing? Is he the, gone back to there? Are they doing Star Wars on us and <laughs> resetting everything? Yeah. There should surely there should be some Spartans still still around somewhere. Blue team are mentioned in some audio logs, but again, we don't know what they're doing. They seem to be off on some other assignment for Doctor Halsey. Maybe Lockett uh, is Lock dead because apparently there's there's rumors that many people would care. I don't. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, all right, fair enough. He's dead. <laughs> It'd be nice to see. Like, I would have liked to see like other like Spart that cuts in with Spartans fighting. Um. The, the Spartan killers to see how dangerous they are. Mm. And obviously, them killing because you just come across audio logs and dead Spartans warning you about these Spartan killers, hunters. And I would have liked to see like them engaging to just to show how da- dangerous they are. And, like, Chief is just like, you know, obviously silent and <laughs> not saying much, just watching it. <laughs> <laughs> just like, and like, obviously, the um, the weapon AI is just like. She was the one commentating. I'm like, those guys look dangerous. <laughs> and those guys Chief, are really scary. Yeah, and Chief's like, they all die the same way. And just look. <laughs> if they bleed, we can <laughs> kill them. Pump them full enough. Enough of them with bullets, <laughs> they'll die. Just like, all right, Chief. Unless there's two of them, one yeah. on a brute chopper and one on an elevated platform. Yeah, that was a pain. You couldn't take. <laughs> 
I'm glad they didn't attack simultaneously. Otherwise, it would, I would just be like, you know what? Fuck I this mean, game. they did if you got them close enough. Yeah, you had to like fucking kite one, away. Kite one away to 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 your. That's what I did. Snipe one and get him to come towards me, and then whittle him down. Because fuck <laughs> me, they they fucking health bars were huge in that. Tough as hell, man. But good challenge though. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Some Halo some Halo campaign content would be nice if they yeah. want to show that, if they have anything to show. But the way they've been quite slow with pumping out content for the multiplayer makes me think we might not get anything. But we'll see. I think they're having some production challenges on at three four three. But yeah, I mean I think there's a lot they could show. Um I mentioned Hibiki earlier. Well, I mentioned Tango Gameworks. The uh, director of The Evil Within 2 is working on another game, which Shinji Mikami said is the opposite of horror. So what's the opposite of horror? Care Bears game? I'm not sure. Happiness. Yeah, a happiness game. A happy game. <laughs> but um, yeah, there was a big NVIDIA leak like last year, I think, or maybe the year before. Mm. A load of games that were supposed to be coming to NVIDIA now and lo- it just kind of outed loads of unannounced games and uh, some of them are Xbox games um, which is why people are assuming Wolfenstein 3 is coming because there was a machine games entry on there called Relic um, and there's a lot of like old relics in that game that you find um, sort of old technology so that could fit. And then there was one called Hibiki, which is from Tango Gameworks, and people are assuming that's the John Johannes game. So I mean they could announce they could announce Wolfenstein and have it out this year because every other Wolfenstein game has been announced and released in the same year. So I'm kind of hoping against hope for that. Maybe yeah. see a new Tango Gameworks game. Deathloop will probably make an appearance because it should be out on Xbox this September. Hmm. Uh, I think they've, they've got a, a lot of stuff they can show. They've got, I think they've got like 50 plus games in development. Yeah. I mean, I hope we're not like building this up and like <laughs> have our expectations completely like shattered. Um, but we are excited. I'm just, well, I'm just glad that they're doing this big showcase, obviously, with E3 maybe gone for good, which some people are happy about. I personally think that's a damn shame. Um, I agree. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's gonna be it'll be fun, man. Like Xbox don't really do these uh, uh showcases like Nintendo do. Obviously, Nintendo Direct and PlayStation do State of Play, and Xbox sort of just doesn't you do it. You get any, your uh, one summer showcase, yeah. and you'll like it. No, that's which it. is why it needs to be good because it's their only shot. All yeah, year. like is that a thing there? Is that was that a conscious decision just to say we're not gonna do these showcases um like the others our competitors do we're just going to do one um showcase like every other year i don't know maybe because they relied on maybe they liked being on e3 and showing all their stuff because obviously playstation pulled out of that and nintendo don't really have a presence there so they were just i think phil spencer has said he likes like he's he's a fan of e3 i think he's on the the esa board as well yeah, which is enough. probably which is probably more yeah. to do with it, but, mm. but yeah, obviously E three dying, but they're still going out at typical E three time. It's always sort of like around the tenth of June. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I'd miss if E three dies completely. I'll miss it because it's 
it's video game Christmas. Much. So at least someone's trying to keep it alive. And like Jeff Keighley is happy for it to die so he can do his own thing and take it over. But it sucked last year. It was awful. Summer festival, it was not, gaming festival. Summer game fest. Yeah. It was not a replacement for E3. What the hell if you can make that? it better, then sure. I'm, I'm what, all on board what, for him to what, make it better. What was it though? Like what did he actually like? It was he had so a showcase, bad. but it, it just didn't have much in it. Yeah, it was a lot of smaller stuff, which is fine. Like smaller, smaller games need yeah. space as well. But yeah, you got to have the big hitters as well. And there was like one or two things that were big, mm-hmm. and it was all otherwise smaller stuff. And it was just, it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a shame because the game awards are pretty good. I don't think game awards are amazing, but they're pretty good. They're worth watching. But the Summer Games Fest was not great. So, yeah. Jeff, if you're watching, which you won't be, you need to step it up this year. Yeah. Anyway, um, anything else you got to say, mate? Or should we call it up? Yeah, I think we've covered quite a lot. Mm. Again, like, there's a lot they could show just going via logic because we know they have a lot in the works. So, yeah, as you said, we don't want to overhype it. But just kind of logically speaking, they, they they should have a good show because they've got a lot of stuff in on the go. Yeah, and if you want to, like getting hit with delays. If you want to see our reactions, come and join us on our Twitch channel again with Chums. Um, we'll be live streaming it. Mr. Rules will be joining me on on Discord, and you'll get to see our genuine reactions. And then we'll discuss it in a video after, I suppose. Maybe a podcast or 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 just a, a showcase post mortem. Yeah. So yeah, I think we're pretty much done now, Mister Rules. I believe so. I think that's about going to do it. We're just excited for it to happen now. It's a week yep. away as of recording this. A few days away as of this going up. So hey. hopefully you guys are excited too. If you are, let us know in the comments below. Let us know what you hope to see or what you think we might see. As always, like and subscribe and all that good stuff to help out the channel. And um, check out our other content on the channel. Check out our Twitter. Check out Twitch, where Paul is quite frequently live streaming different games. And uh, yeah, all of it is slash a game with chums because we are incredibly consistent and thoughtful and creative with that kind of stuff. And we'll see you again in two weeks for the next podcast where Paul will be hosting. Until then, see you, pals. See you later. Bye.